Hello everyone. I hope you guys are having an awesome day. I'm recording this on a Friday afternoon after just coming home and um, it's going to be quite a short one mainly because I want to get um, I want to get a final or a second final episode out for this um, this week's tournaments. And I also want to recap the the past few days, um, or the stuff I might have left out uh, in the previous episodes. So today we are going to have. I'm going to start off with WTA Toronto. We are going to have quarterfinals. It is a Friday today for me. And yesterday was a very interesting um, day. There were a couple of upsets in the National Bank Open. And um, I do want to mention BHM and Iga Swiatek. And Iga Swiatek losing... 4663 or 572 BHM which for some people is very surprising and for some it isn't the reason it might not be surprising for some people is because when you watch Yuga play on hard court there is stuff that will haunt her um, on the surface that uh, I think uh, she's well aware of, well aware of and um, I guess her coaches are I think the backlash she's having is uh, is uh, um, kind of um, kind of ridiculous as well because I don't think um, it is uh, as serious as people think uh, the fact that she hits uh, 120 kilometers uh, an hour serves on her second serve is uh, a bit uh, frustrating. It is uh, not something that is ideal in hardcore, not something that is ideal against opponents like BHM. Um, and it is something that we saw yesterday. And there's it, not really much more to say than that. Either way, BHM is through to another quarterfinal. She won two straight finals this year. Both final, both tournaments were on, uh, I guess, cross, I think. Might not be correct on that one. Um, she is uh, someone that's uh, mainly... Um, I don't know if I want to say uh, anything wrong here, but uh, she, she's definitely a good player, I guess. That's the best way I can phrase it. My second favorite game yesterday was the Queen Win versus BB game. Reason is I spoke on the earlier episode about how much I want BB to get eliminated. And I figured she would get eliminated by someone that ruined Iga's streak and, and won against Garcia, which was Cornet. And man, I was wrong about that. Or, you know, I really only expected a set from her, but um, which happened, which happened, they did go to three. 
at the cornet. Um, I don't know. I feel like she. I don't even know if she wanted to win that game. Either way, BB went through. Uh, she won the third set against Cornell and was playing Queen Win yesterday. And my gosh, I um, I wanted Queen Win to win so bad yesterday, and I'm really happy she did, and I think she deserves it. I don't think BB would deserve a semi-final. Or a quarterfinal. And to be honest, I don't think she deserves. Honestly, I. Um, where did she play, Asha? I don't. I, 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 I'm, I'm gonna end up guessing, um, but I think it was round one, honestly. I don't even think she deserves round two. Moving on. Pliskova. And Sakari was an interesting game. I don't know how Sakari manages to come back from 1-6 and then go 7-6 in the second set. Pliskova almost ruining her straight win set, which she actually did. Goes to three sets and manages to close out by then. Which is frustrating to not being able to close out in, I think, five match points. Um... It's kind of not surprising, to be honest, but uh, she is a player that, um, I think, for me, and this is a pr very subjective, but I think um, she, she, I don't know, she feels, um, I think the term here is lazy, and uh, that doesn't mean she's... Um, I get it, it doesn't mean she's lazy as a player. I mean, it just feels like it when she does not close out. I don't know if that makes sense or not. It's not really uh, an insult to Pliskova, but, uh, you know, these uh, small, small things um, running, I don't know, two feet wide to get a ball. Uh, that she doesn't feels lazy to me. Maybe it's because I want I want her to win and then and then she does not close out and then I don't know it just frustrates me but uh, I'm sure uh, some of you agree with me here. Um, not a lot of other games that were interesting to me yesterday. I mean I could talk about uh, Alison Risk uh, to Corey Goff, uh, the, uh you know, a couple of other games, uh, not really super inter interesting to me. Um, possibly the Sabalenka and Korogov game was, was a bit... Uh, I think it was a super good game. It was very tight. I think Korogov is, again, clutch because she's uh, always uh, always goes away with this, these things, you know. Um, I wouldn't say her she played bad, bad against Elena. She played pretty good. Um, but again, winning in a tie break is quite annoying. And then winning here against Sabalenka in a, in, a, in, a, in a tie break is super annoying. And um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, if you win two games into distance, I don't know if you're... Um, I don't think you should say you won that game. Uh, I know, I know, I know, I know I sound like I'm... Uh, 
I I I dislike her so much or something, but uh, I do because it's super lucky, and it's the same thing with Paula Badusa. It's super lucky. I mean, it's um, it's like um, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to win like this. It really doesn't. Either way, she plays Halep today, um, which is I think good for her. I mean, this is her fourth game against Halep. Uh, she's never beaten Halep. She's played two times against Halep this year, and she's you know she 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 hasn't managed to beat her. I think Halep is one of the most inconsistent players on tour as well. So we'll see how this one goes. I am uh, I am um, I'm not uh, as you can tell. I'm not a big fan of Corey Goff. Uh, nothing against her. I think. Uh, She's having an awesome career, but uh, it, the the wins in Toronto are kind of kind of annoying, except maybe the first round win, which was pretty. Oh well, I wouldn't say. I felt like it was a qualifier watching her play as Wrangle, but um, anyway, <laughs> I guess that win was very worthy. So today we have in Toronto, Corey Goff versus Halep, Pagula versus Putinsteva, BHM versus Benchic, and Pliskova versus Quinwen. Interesting. Interesting. All right. So if you're telling me that Corey Goff is beating Halep today. I honestly wouldn't be surprised because I've seen so many clutch moments from Goff, if that makes sense. I mean, I, I need to go back to... I need to go back to... What was the tournament? I mean, no, she didn't really go far in, in San Jose, so I can't really speak about that. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm... I'm associating off with uh, all of these uh, other players, uh, mainly Badusa, etc., etc. And uh, I don't know. For me, all of them are uh, it's just clutch, and it's just clutch. Uh, and there's no no such thing, uh, or there's there's no reason to even. Like to even argue with the clutch, like seriously, it's just I'm just going to leave it alone. Um, I think today's picks are honestly obvious, obvious for me. And here's the thing here's the thing there's so many picks for me that are obvious. They and they, and when I say obvious, I mean they are very good bets, uh, they are very good picks, they are very good plays. And if they lose and someone does the opposite thing they have just done a, a, a bad play and they've got and they've won it but it's a bad play and there's honestly nothing more you can do than that all you can do is look at an angle or look at multiple angles in fact look at all of the angles you make a play and if it doesn't turn up to be good or the wrong thing happens or the opposite thing happens but the opposite thing is a bad play uh, not even 
bad. Well, maybe it's backed up by one or two things, but it's it's truly a bad play. Uh, and retrospectively, you can't really do much, to be honest, except uh, saying, well, I still made the right call, but uh, unfortunately it was wrong. I don't know if it's the right call then, but you get the point. You get the point. So obviously today, Halep versus Goff, I mean, it's pretty clear that Halep will beat Goff. Then again, it is not by any means, any means, guaranteed and could so easily go the other way. But pretty clear is Halep to win here. And it's, um, it's, I don't know, it's, uh, it's super, because, because it's, I know some like to overcomplicate things and it's, it's super simple. Like it's super simple. Uh, these obvious, like when you have an obvious play, it is the obvious play. There's no reason to think it, think about it more. I really like the Halo spread. I think it's minus two right now. I mean, there you go. There's nothing more to say than that. Next up, we know we have Pegula and Putinsteva. Definitely a pass for me. Uh, <laughs> I know I said obvious picks today, but I'm not going to. I mean, it's just the like the edge on Pegula is so weird here. I don't want to. I don't even want to think about it. I think she's like minus 300 or something here. It doesn't make sense for me. Uh, BHM versus Benzic. Again, you know... Alright. See, again, the play, BHM versus Iga. I think the spread was minus 5.5. Again, that wasn't a super obvious one. And I don't think that was a pick that, you know, someone would primarily pick without overcomplicating things. Maybe some would, maybe some wouldn't. I wouldn't. Here we have Benzich and BHM again. Another clear pick, which is the Benzich spread or the, you know Benzich to win. And um, if she doesn't cover or she doesn't win, a good play loses, or the most optimal play loses. And honestly, there's nothing you can do about that. Halep and Benzic. Um, here's the funny thing. I know I don't. I, not all of you listening are subscribers. I, you know, I get a lot of uh, DMs from the people that are actually listening to this, and uh, I know a lot of you are just um, uh, people that like to listen to to these episodes. And uh, you might not be, uh, uh, and because you're not a subscriber, you don't know the outrights I have because I don't think I've mentioned them here, but I do have, I want to mention the outrights I have um, that we did pre-tournament, which was uh, Caleb to win and Benzic to, Benchich to win, which are left in the tournament, I mean. And see, the funny thing here is Benchich and Caleb are two people that are playing uh, Goff and BHM. Uh, and because I have futures on them, I don't know if it makes sense to be just sitting back and enjoying the games or even or actually, you know, making plays on them. Because uh, having them as outrights means there is a opportunity to hedge these outrights. And I don't know if I want to make that call right now in the quarterfinals or semifinals. Because I do really think that these quarterfinals are two players that... I'm sorry, the players they're, they're facing in the quarterfinals are two players that they can beat. I think uh, laying off 
waiting for the semifinals where each respective players will face either Pliskova and Quinwen and uh, Pegula or Putin Steva is a good um, there's a good opportunity to just lay off here and not even I'm sorry just sit back and relax and see uh, if they win so if I were to like something here it would be a pass on the Bakula game it would be with my outrights a pass on all of the other games but uh, that would not be fun um, and I'm not sure what I want to do there that's the thing with outrights you know when you come when you when you go this far into the tournament it's it's you usually have a couple outrights left i mean i did i think i had five outrights pre-tournament so three of them already gone uh i don't know why i had uh, sakari as an outright she did go kind of far so i guess it was a good idea i also had uh, ribakina mainly because i'm biased but uh, you know every single one uh getting my plays etc and when i you know make an uh, rebakina play it's pretty obvious i'm biased don't think anyone is uh, anyone don't know that i mean it's it's so obvious because i literally say it every time um but you know there's not nothing more than that to be honest it's a uh, cool finals it's in we're at the end uh not really lots a lot, lot of things you can do here especially when you have the futures so, um, you know, I'd be super surprised if the, both of my futures didn't go to the semifinals, to be honest. Because um, these two are obvious for me. But, again, don't, uh, don't take that for granted because I wouldn't be confused if uh, one or even both of them would lose. Uh, because I've seen it all at this point, to be honest. Alright, Concord. There are four games today. And it's in the quarterfinals as well. And this is super fun. Because I, I spoke about this in the first episode. Here's what I said. Here's exactly what I said. I said, I'd be super confused if Kung Wang, Bernardo Pera, Clara Tosin does not reach the finals or win the, the tournament. I, I'm sorry, I said to win the tournament. Here we go. We have Magdalena Freck versus Wang in the quarterfinal. We have Bernard Apera versus Katie Vornetz in the quarterfinals. And we have Clara Thompson versus Coco in the quarterfinals. All of these players are in the quarterfinals. And again, I said this in round one. And... Uh, I am now ready to make a little prediction, which is, I think, I think, if Clara Thawson goes off uh, and beats Coco, I think there is a huge opportunity for her to make a, a statement again here in, in Concord. Bernardo Pera did not look super good for me, this tournament, even though she's, you know, she's come this far. I think it will be interesting to see if she can um, take off Katie, which she really should. But again, she hasn't looked uh, super well this tournament. 
which is understandable you know she's mostly been playing on clay uh, hard court has been uh, quite new for her even though she won two titles in a row a couple of weeks ago which is insane two titles in a row isn't really something that's uh, uh, you know easy for someone to do unless you've been doing it for the past uh, years like for example Sviatek I think it's super fun to see who's going to win this and you know unfortunately I couldn't bet the outright even though I did say all of these will uh, you know go to the semi-finals etc etc and one of them will win I would have easily betted on all of these but again the, the outright futures weren't available for 125 which is understandable and uh, I did say for the ITF Landsville that uh, i was really eyeing mandlik she's come to the quarterfinals now she's going to play kawa uh here's a tricky part for her because kawa isn't really someone that should be underestimated whatsoever she's been having an awesome year in the itfs but i think it will be fun to see who's going to win that one lastly we have uh, tirayana which is in spain and it is an itf 60 there were a couple of players I really loved here, which was uh, uh, Nadia, it was uh, Palikova, and it was Julia. All three players are players that um, I think will go quite far in, 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 in the tour. I think they'll be playing on um, a better level than the 60s. Uh, I mean, we've seen Palikova in, in Prague as well. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, we've seen most of these players actually in the 125s and 250s, to be honest. And, uh, you know, this one is more of a, um, I guess, who's in the mood to win, to be honest, because uh, that's kind of what it feels like watching these games. There's nothing really more I want to say about uh, uh, Tirayana, honestly. It's... Uh... <laughs> Honestly, there's nothing more than I could say. I did say I did say about Teriana that I think Roos should win this tournament. Otherwise, it would be kind of embarrassing. And uh, to be honest, I've watched her last two games here, and they haven't been quite good. So I don't uh, I don't think uh, I'll you know I don't think uh, she might be able to win this because there are a couple of other players that have been pl playing in a better form, such as uh, Nadia, Palikova, Julia, etc. I think I've gone over everything now. And again, this was meant to be quite a short one. I really just wanted to recap the last few days for, you know, if someone, some of you have been wondering about the Concord and Tiriana, the Toronto, I just wanted to lay out my opinions on the quarterfinals. Again, don't overcomplicate things. There are some obvious picks that you should go with, and then there are some picks that uh, you shouldn't go with. For example, Pegula, Putinseva, I am passing on. Haley Bengoff, Benchich and BHM. There are two obvious picks there. Not sure I want to do anything of anything with them because um, again I have outright on both of them. So I honestly kinda wanna lay lay off and just you know hope um, they win. Plushkova and Quinwen will be a super interesting one. Uh, there's seriously no clear edge here. Um, at least 
based on the past couple of results, you could argue that Prishkova has a slight of an edge. Uh, but uh, I honestly like Queen Wen so much right now. And I also like Plishkova, so it's uh, it's um, a very interesting matchup. And honestly, there's not much not not much to say about uh, about that matchup. I don't think I have anything left. Um, we're at the end of these these tournaments now, and you know, just sitting back and laying you know sitting back laying off. And waiting for the outrights uh, is kind of the thing to do in every tournament. Next week we have Vancouver and um, Cincinnati. Uh, two very interesting tournaments because one is a 125 with a couple of very... Uh, uh, I'm sorry. With players that I really am going to enjoy watching. And then we have a 1000 which is always fun. There's always fun in a 1000. I don't know um, uh, more than this. I don't know what players are in the main draw at the moment, to be honest. Should be out soon. I will make an episode for that tournament and my predictions uh, with who's going to win, etc., etc. And the first round, as always, on um, Sunday or Monday. Uh, it's going to be on Monday, I'm sorry, because I'm going to be out of town the, the entire weekend, if I'm being honest, so... It will probably be on Monday morning and uh, or Sunday evening. Both will work. And uh, as always, I will uh, share my opinions on those two tournaments. This was a bit of a short one, uh, but uh, I know some of you like these recaps on the rounds, so I'm happy to take 20 minutes out of my day. To, to record these either way super super excited uh, to see who's winning Toronto and here's the deal here's the deal for the outrights I really want Benchic or Halev to win this tournament because it will be a super nice uh, win I mean it would be an awesome win if I'm going to be honest it would be quite amazing but I would also be happy if um Someone like Quinn Wen won. And I don't know why I didn't take her outright, which was, I think, what? It, has to have, it had to be 20 something the money. Or, no, I'm sorry, it had to be. Um, I'm pretty sure she was like plus uh, 8,000 or 10,000. I don't know, but she, you know, she, it was a lot of times the money. <laughs> and I did, I, I, you know, I didn't even consider her because, you know, I consider her for the US Open. I consider her for. Um, for the San Jose, but uh, not here. I don't know why. I don't know why. You know, I took Sakari over Queen Wen, which is crazy. I don't even want to get to get into Sakari. Like, I don't want to get into overrated players. I don't want to get into that. I don't get into my opinions on that. Um, you guys have heard me have heard me uh, speak about these uh, the players. I think are super clutch. Uh, not saying that um, they are. They have been bad. Um, They've never been good. I mean, seriously, Sakari last year in the USO, when I was watching her, I thought she was amazing. I think she was super worthy of the top 10 spots. I really did. You know, I, th I thought she was having the best time of her career. 
And at that time, I would have said, yeah, she's definitely worthy the top, top five, a uh, top five ranking. Today, though, I don't think she's not. I don't think she is. She's so, you know, not. And unfortunately, this is a sport where um, performance and form is is of top priority, and it is in most sports. It is. I'm sorry, it is in every single sport. There's nothing uh, unique about this sport. There's nothing unique about these players. Uh, or, I'm sorry, there's nothing unique about these athletes. Uh, it's all judged by recent performance. And um, it's honestly, just objectively, a valid, a valid um, thing to say that she is very overrated at the moment. And that is not a trait only for her. It is for a couple of other players as well in the top 10. Again, I'm not going to go into that. I think I went over this last episode, so I will over this again. Uh, so, again, very interesting. If you guys... Um, are subscribed you probably have uh, Haleb and the benches to left as outright if you don't i hope you are rooting for them uh because i am i am definitely and uh, if they go through this quarterfinals versus golf and bhm i will probably be hedging in the semis uh, and then the finals i usually uh, either do a small hedge or i um I'm sorry, in the semi-finals I usually do a small hedge and then in the finals I do the real hedge if they go through the final. Uh, they are in, the, 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 the most ideal thing here would be this. It would be, again, I don't know if this will happen or, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a wow or it's kind of a, not a wow. I mean, it's kind of a, um, an awesome scenario if this happened, which would be Benchich to win against BHM today. And then Benchich to win against Plishy or Quinwen in the semifinals. Halep to win against Corey today. And then Halep to win against Pegula or Patinseva in the semifinals. And then we'd have finals. We'd have a final with Benchich and Halep. That would be amazing. That would be the most ideal scenario for the outrights. Then again, not everything will go your way. And, you know, the upsets happen. But we'll see. We'll definitely see. It's uh, quarterfinals today, semifinals tomorrow, and then the final on Sunday. I will, uh, again, I will be out of town, um, so we'll see how I, uh, how I enjoy this, but, um, definitely I'll make an episode on Sunday for the, the next week's tournament, uh, and I will, uh, probably try to do one or two episodes during the tournament, hopefully, at least one can be made during the next week, next week as well. I hope you guys enjoyed Toronto. Um, I actually did. It was a very fun tournament. And um, I did get uh, you know questions from you guys on the PMs on Twitter. I did say last episode to please PM me if you have any questions. A lot of you people um, messaging me were you know personal questions, not really questions for the podcast uh so you know there's nothing more nothing to mention from them again if you do guy if you guys do have a um uh, guys and girls have any questions that you want me to bring up here i will more than happily do that 
um, I might set up something like a voice messaging question uh, link or something like that. And um, I will uh, share it in their podcast. Or if you want to text me on Twitter, that is also fine. Well, I think that's it. Uh, I think I, I've gone over Concord. I definitely went over um, Tiriana. Landsville, I did speak a little little about... I think I spoke about Landsville. Yeah, I mentioned uh, Kawa and Mandlik. Oh, well, that was um, that was awesome. I think 30 minutes mentioning all of these uh, was uh, pretty solid. I think the last episode was like 50 minutes, so... Uh, half an hour here is awesome. <laughs> Anyways, cheers and thank you guys for listening and I'll see you on the next one.